We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Hello and welcome back to the Stormdark Weather Podcast. This is episode 193. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And we all have our drinks here and we're taking a drink. I could barely talk. Uh, <laughs> I, seriously, I was like trying to swallow and go, this, this is a Stormdark Weather Podcast. It's crazy. Anyway, we've been off for a couple of weeks. So, Corey, Shara, welcome back to... The, it's good to be back. The, the mayhem. I love doing it's this podcast. It's part of my routine. I felt a little bit off last week. Not yeah. Well, I was in San Diego. I had to go to San Diego. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. There was some wild stuff that went on, like, weather-wise between here and there. But anyway, two weeks. So uh, how y'all doing? Good. I'm Co- better than Corey's Corey. had a day. At we Silver didn't Dogs. <laughs> Nobody's dead. All day, and yeah. they hit like max capacity and had to turn people away. So that's crazy. He's dealt with angry people all day. Yeah, Corey, Corey's had to deal with some uh, some not so pleasant people, and I, I think th- there must be something in the full moon that happened that everything is just like, kind of crazy. People were are just overly angry today. I don't, I don't know, know why. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so, so just keep in mind if you're going to be out and about Christmas shopping or traveling or whatever you're doing that. Everywhere is short on employees, and please be kind. Please be kind. That's the whole idea. Well, that's more Christmas than Thanksgiving. They don't want to be yeah. there anymore. Yeah, I know. I know. That's the whole thing. It's like they are doing their best in covering shifts and being there and stuff. So, you know, be nice to these it people. It doesn't hurt anything to smile and be kind. It 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 doesn't. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Corey's just been a working guy for two weeks. You've been a uh, housewife mother for two weeks. What do you do? We're not going to go there. <laughs> she, she, uh, Corey got himself, he, Corey dug himself a hole on the way here with that comment. So oh, well, okay. I suggest you stay away from okay, that Okay, well, there we go. She, <laughs> I am a busy wife and she mother plays of five. Hard. She plays Beat Saber. No, sir. Oh, I saw that post. You did. That I is saw. my workout for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, that video that I saw, when you I, were working out. Oh, no, that wasn't even one. Oh, that wasn't like, even. <laughs> I literally get down. I move my whole body. Now, wait a minute. Then, I'm exhausted and sweating when I get down. L- let's explain so if our podcast people know that that's your kid's Oculus, right? Yes. It's a virtual reality game. So you put a headset on and you are literally in this virtual reality. It's an amazing 3D world if you want to just. It's awesome. Leave this world behind and be in an imaginary space. It's you can forget about everything while you're. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> but I came across the game Beat Saver, which is songs, and you have two savers. What like I mean, lightsabers? Looks like lightsabers oh, okay. in yeah. your hands, mm-hmm. and you have to hit the beats. Like blocks come at you. Oh, like guitar, like the guitar. Kind of. It's kind of the same concept. But, but you're doing except the... you have sabers and you okay. have to hit the beats, but you have to hit them in the right direction and with the right arm. Now that's cool. During the song, or you know, 
but it's a workout. Like it's exhausting. Oh, I bet. Now that actually sounds kind of fun. It's a blast, though. It is so fun. It's my. I get thirty minutes of workout. Actually, I got an hour in yesterday of workout. Like awesome. It showed up on my watch that I worked out for an hour. <laughs> well, you're waving your arm. Yeah. Around. <laughs> well, and you're waving your arm and you're moving your whole body, trying to stay with the beat. It's fun. It's fun, but it's a way to get a workout in. That's great. And and this is your kids. This is like Garen and yeah, it's and, Garen's. Awesome. My three older boys all have their own. Okay. Because only one person can play at a time, but they can play online with each other. Oh, with each other. Yeah. Oops. They need... can get on and play games and be all three in their different houses and still be playing together. Isn't that fun? And then Corey's like in the caves, like doing cave tours. Correct. I mean, that's not the only thing I do all day. Well, I didn't say I'd kind of divert it because you told me she to also, divert. So. She also watches Hulu. Well, that's true. Yeah. Are you wanting to sleep outside? Well, you, you got all these shows you watch. Like, I what's don't that have one? any shows I watch on Hulu right now. Oh. Oh. I watch 911 that comes out once a week. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that's medical cool. stuff. And we know. watch Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel every morning I, together. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's fun. Those are fun. That's I like together that. before you go to work. Yeah. we got to know what's going on in the world, you know? That's, right. The rest of the day... I actually have these five kids that need me. Well, yeah. Surprisingly enough, the oldest is almost 23, and I'm pretty sure he calls me and needs me more during the day than the little ones. I was going to say, I've been seeing your post, like, he kind of shows up a lot. He, he, like, literally (laughs) walked into our bedroom the other day, like, we're dead asleep, and I wake up to him, like, sneaking through the bedroom to get to our bathroom. I'm like, what is he doing? He comes out with a handful of shaving cream. And goes back to his house to shave. I'm like... Now, wait a minute. Wait. He comes over to your house. Yes. Puts shaving, shaving cream, cream in, in his hand. hand and then and goes, goes back, back home to oh shave. Oh, my gosh. We wake up at like one in the morning That's to him hysterical. like starting a load of laundry before he got his washer and dryer. <laughs> we would wake up. Like we'd hear somebody in the kitchen. We're like, oh, do you hear somebody? Who's in the kitchen? <laughs> and he'd be in there starting a load of laundry at one o'clock in the morning. Maybe if we slept naked, he wouldn't come over. <laughs> okay, we're not going to go there. So uh, <laughs> I'm willing to try it if you if are. We wanna, oh, okay. If we want to deter the 23-year-old from walking into our room. Well, no, just tell him. Just just tell him. I'm just going to tell him we're going to start sleeping naked. <laughs> so Maybe you don't need to come over. Maybe ever in your favor. I think okay. We've already gone off. Should the rails. we start a podcast? I know we just we've got to start a podcast. We've been away for two weeks, so we well, have to catch up. Uh, well, you know the, the the thing that was really like the big deal, and it was kind of surprising to me. I mean, there was a fire at Silver Dollar City, which Ooh, yes, Let's uh, yeah, that. I was uh, That's somewhat weather related. I was there. Well, because it was a windy day. It could day. be. It was. It, it was windy. Yeah. And tell them how, like, it could have been way worse. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, it started as a, I believe it was a grease fire. That's when the call came in. I was in the first aid department when the call came in as a grease fire. But it went up pretty fast. And it was right before and the park out, opened, thankfully. Took, mm. so but there were still 2,000 people but on the park. they weren't down there no. by the fire. They were all up in the front right, right, gate right. area. But, you know... It was one of those days where that wind it was carrying those burning embers, and it was landing in all parts of the park and 
starting little spot fires everywhere, and and we had to stomp them out. It was. Just I mean, think scary. about what yeah. Silver Dollar City is made of. Well, it's old. It's old. It's, it's old wood. wood. It's dry trees and leaves. And this time of year, you're right. It's leaves windy. or dry leaves are all around. I mean, you drop a hot ember, and poof, you can well, have. Well, that's the how go the up. wildfires get started on yes. the West Coast. Exactly. You know, it's not just like one little fire. It's like the fire. Because if hot air rises, it brings it up, and then you get the wind, it just blows it, and there you got some Well, more and fire. where it started is right in an area where there's multiple buildings connected. Oh, that's and not good. And the wood shop was right next door. No. So, I mean, everything in the wood shop goes up in flames, and, I mean, it was a big... We could see it from Branton. I so, mean, yeah. And I haven't seen this, but here's what they did. They put up a big fence in the fire area. Okay. That night. Like, they did a live, and literally well, they had a 10-foot fence already built all wow. the way around and the And I fire haven't house. seen this, but they have they decorated the fence. <laughs> That's funny. Well, this is Merry Christmas would. and some snowflakes. Of course they one, yeah. one place they have this building, and they made a fire. The building was on fire out of Christmas lights, and it's on the fence. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I heard. I haven't is, seen it yet, but that's what I heard. I need to. Yeah, you need, you need to snap a picture. I, to, <laughs> I do. I do. That is, I mean, leave it to Silver Dollar City to, to make, yeah. make it fun. Yeah, you we're know, not making light of the fire. No, we're it just, was very serious at the yeah, time. But there, I think there were three three buildings, three buildings that got it. That were like a total. Yeah, loss. but they I'm got it. I'm gonna tell you, it wasn't. It 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 was scary. It was. It really was. I bet and it was when you got when you had these embers falling and the the smoke, the way it was blowing, was blowing through the park, and that's what everybody People had to breathe. breathe. It wasn't. And, oh, and, and I remember I you texting me that smoke when I got home. Yeah, you did. You texted me that, and it's like it's it's it, there's smoke filling everything, and that's why I thought, you know, it's I'm seeing it on Facebook. So then I decided to make a post on Stormdar. It's like, yeah, you know, because it, you know, fire. The, the, the weather service does fire. I mean, really fire cool danger. The, so I thought, the okay, the that's fair. Corey got of the smoke on radar. Like if people oh, haven't Randy seen, one, I did yeah, that. Yeah, say, yeah. If you haven't seen the radar smoke on radar it was bad like yeah. it was so bad it showed up on radar uh yeah and it generally does but you don't see it really close to branson though that's but did wild. you notice how far down into arkansas it went it did Wasn't it just, that something oh my gosh it is blew up and well we had those strong northwest winds because that right. front just came through which is why the winds were elevated uh, yeah it dissipated once it got into arkansas but still something i mean now granted that the radar was in clear air mode so it's going to pick up really minute things yeah uh, like bugs and stuff like it that. it would have picked up that no matter what especially yeah. at the fire site it yeah. was dense but the good thing is nobody got hurt nobody got hurt. uh they so, contained it it was open and the they next evacuated day evacuated very quickly and i have to i have to give a kudos to the employees at civil city who you know you always kind of the safety department you know kind of trains for these situations to happen mm-hmm. yet until you have a situation happen like this, what training can you do? Yeah. But it was handled amazingly Good. by every employee at Civil Dollar City. I saw visitors commenting well, of I'm, how I'm, everyone I'm, stayed calm. I'm going to give some applause to that. Good applause. I yes. saw visitors commenting that everyone stayed calm and calmly evacuated. Mm-hmm. No one panicked. And they got everybody off the park very quickly. Yeah. But there were some employees also behind the scenes in tears because it... It was kind of uh, 
it, it took a lot out of them to see. Mm. Well, a lot of people love Silverdollar City, and to see it go up in flames because right. that wood carving shop is. I want to believe one of the oldest buildings at Silverdollar. The guy that runs it has been there for, what, they say 30-some years? Yeah. Well, and the really cool thing about Silverdollar City, because I've worked for the Hershen Family Entertainment, which is at the showboat, they value their employees. So they, they, sent, they, they sent everyone home. I mean, they evacuated yeah, they the park, and everyone that wasn't needed to clean up the mess was sent home, but they still got paid for the whole day. Good. See, that that's how you treat your employees. That's really, really good. But... Like, Corey was texting our family group chat. Mm-hmm. You know, first he texted, he's like, hey, there's... Well, here's the funny thing. Grant texted us a picture of smoke from our apartment complex. Yeah. He texted a picture of smoke way off in the distance, and he yes. texted, and he's like, hey, what's on fire? Jokingly. And Corey was like, Silver Dollar City is on fire. And he's like, no, really. What's oh, on? He's they, like, he no, really. Silver Dollar oh, wow. City is on fire. Oh, my God. And... You know, we were commenting, and like once we knew everybody was safe, because I mean it mm-hmm. was a big deal. And but once we knew everybody's safe, our second child was like, "All right, if nobody's gonna say it, I'm gonna say it." Oh no! Fire in the hole. <laughs> oh. 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 That's, like, that's so... It's a little bit funny. Oh God. Okay. Well, I think we need to move on. All for right, this. moving on. <laughs> moving on with this. Anyway, the good thing is it, it, this, the park's back open. Everything is fine. They opened the next day. The next day, right. They had everything and A little contained. fenced off area, and that's it. But now that happened just a few days ago. But well, last week we were gone because y'all had stuff to do. I was gone. Uh, I had my uh, trip to San Diego, and I got some very interesting things to tell you. Um, okay, now imagine this. Friday morning, I get up, and I drive to Springfield. It's like 38 degrees. It's like cold. It was 20-something Friday morning when I went out to the bus. Well, I mean, but the, but the, when we left, I mean, they tell you that. It was about 9 o'clock or whatever. We, you know, we have, we have a layover in Denver, and then we go on to San Diego. So we land in San Diego on the Pacific time in, in the afternoon. It was 85 degrees. So I went from like 30s to mid-80s. And I thought, oh my gosh! And it was just warm there. And I did bring, you know, nice, you know, warm clothes or whatever. Um, but here's the funny thing: four or five days later, the marine layer kicked in in San Diego. When I left San Diego, it was in the 40s. Okay, and it was in the 80s here. It was in the 80s when I got back to to Springfield. Isn't that weird? Like what? It okay, been the opposite. It, I know it was. I mean, you know, cold in Springfield to going to San Diego was hot, and then leaving San Diego was cold. Come to Springfield, it's hot. What is wrong with the weather? I mean, it's not wrong with the weather, but it's like that was such a bizarre thing. And I I didn't get sick, but I developed this weird cough, and I don't know if it was from. Uh, you know the temperature difference, or just the atmosphere is different. Because here we're we're going into winter here. They're not winter there. You know they're still moist and they're still warm. Here we're going into winter, and I had this cough, and I mean I'm fine now. Fortunately, knock on, you know knock on wood, I'm not <laughs> coughing just yet. But that was so weird. And then now, now what day was that, Corey? I got back when uh, t- Tuesday. T- t- Tuesday. Yeah. Last Tuesday, eighty. Did we did we breach eighty? I know eighty was. It was hot one of those days. Oh, we made it to like eighty two or eighty three. Yeah, eighty two or eighty three. Those days, it was hot outside. That I mean, it's not out of the question that we would get in that in November. But I thought eighties were done. 
I really thought 80s were kind of done, and we just we breached that. And then the next day, went back to coal, like 50s or something right. again or something. So that was kind of crazy. I thought I thought that was really interesting. I wanted to bring that up on the podcast. It, it really doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> now, on the on the West Coast, of course, the, the climate and the weather conditions are really different there because you've got... Now, when the marine layer, and we talked about the marine layer before on the podcast, is is uh, when the fog develops over the ocean and then it moves on shore, well, that's going to trap uh, the cooler, cooler air before the sun can burn it off and then the temperature soar again. So when I was in, when I went to San Diego, there was no marine layer. So temperatures were the typical, you know, 50 degrees at night, but then in the, you know, 70s and 80s in the daytime. But when I left, that marine layer kicked in, which it does, but generally that's in, I I think my, my business partner, Joy, called it the uh, something gloom, I don't know. I'll have, I'll have to ask her again. But but out there, they call it the gloom uh, when it just kind of happens and it's really cold and then all of a sudden that it burn off and it's, it's just fine. So I thought that was interesting. I'll, I'm curious to see what that's going to be in December. You know what I mean? Okay, well, let's get on to the weather that's coming up. Uh, we are recording this on Sunday, November 21st, and it's late because Corey had to deal with angry people today at the park. And the park, what was it, 20,000? Uh, we had a lot of people. <clears throat> that's insane. I mean, this is the time of year. but you I got Christmas. Christmas is Branson, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We have... Uh, we didn't drive down the strip today, did we? We almost did. No, we didn't. It I don't know if you want though. to. Well, we, <laughs> it wasn't bad at 10 o'clock at night. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I assume that here on out, this week is going to be bad for Branson. I mean, bad oh, if you... Good for Branson, is... I should say. Right. Bad for people who <laughs> don't like crowds. People who don't like and that's going to be all, right. all to the town <laughs> because people yeah. are coming back to Branson. Thanksgiving week is... They are, yes. used to be one of the busiest weeks, and I, I think it still it's will true. be. Yeah, we, we have a show on People Thanksgiving Day. People are out of school Day. and out of take school. advantage and come. And it's Canada. I mean, Canada has their, their Thanksgiving or whatever. That's They come down this week. There's a ton of There's People something. that come and book cabins, and they spend their Thanksgiving dinner in Branson with their family and go to shows and go to Silver Dollar City. It's a thing. It, it is. There's people who have their Thanksgiving dinner at Silver Dollar City. Oh, yeah. Of course, they don't open at 4. But, I won't be but there. But the restaurants oh. open at 2. Oh, they do? The restaurants open at 2. Some of them. So people will go in at 2 o'clock to, to have their... Like, I've seen people posting that, that that's where so they're this having... this on Thanksgiving Day? On Thanksgiving Day. Oh, they're, they're all okay. going to have their Thanksgiving dinner at Silver Dollar City. <gasps> well, I mean, why not? You know? I mean, we like, we have a morning show, which you would think, why would you have a morning show on Thanksgiving? And we're almost sold out every... And it's mostly the Canadians. <laughs> every year, every year. I, I mean, you, you were in you were in my you know yeah. uh, loop there for a while, which which is great. Corey somehow got off Thanksgiving Day, so good. We'll be you, in Oklahoma for the day. Good, 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 good for you. Well, you can demand it. Is the day you've had? Right. <laughs> I am taking off on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I didn't even ask. They just yeah, they just. Get, I mean, they they don't open till four on Thanksgiving Day, but oh, that's you good. Know, we still wouldn't have been able to go to Oklahoma and get back in time, so. It's nice. We get to go now. Good. Good for you. Well, since we're talking about Thanksgiving, why don't we get into the Thanksgiving weekend forecast? 
That's I, new. Well, I've just been wanting to use that drop for a while. <laughs> I, I, I was missing something, though. Oh, what? Like a gobble-gobble in there somewhere. Oh, you I know. I feel like I just stepped little, up to the gates of heaven. Little, little, <laughs> Did I die? Need a little sound effect there. A little, little turkey or maybe <laughs> some... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, actually, that's not my thing. See, I've had that drop for a while, so yeah. it's not specific, but I haven't used it. So I thought, well, that's pretty good. I mean, we did the Halloween with Share a Scream, which I may put that on there. <laughs> Well, that works for Thanksgiving too. Until now. It does. It really does. I mean, I mean, you have that would work for Black Friday. <laughs> oh yeah, my gosh, this is yes. True. But also, it'll work for Thanksgiving because you have families getting together, family, <laughs> and they have big conversations, and they don't agree. And oh, everybody wants to scream. My you know, gosh. Yeah. Oh well. You know, you're actually kind of right on that. You don't need a turkey yeah. gobble. But let, let's talk about Thanksgiving weekend. Now, uh, the current forecast, which we're getting close enough now that we probably got a pretty good idea of it. Uh, on Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve, uh, a frontal system is going to come through. Widespread rain. It's not going to be heavy, but it'll be widespread across the entire area. Wednesday night, it's going to be an overnight event. It will linger into Thursday morning. Right now, the National Weather Service says... Probably about seven o'clock. It should a.m. It should start winding now, which is great. And then by the afternoon, it'll be uh, partly cloudy. Uh, it's going to be cooler because this is this is a cold front coming through. So it's going to be chilly. The high on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, is forty-eight. Uh, Friday, it's going to be sunny. Sunny, I love that. Uh, high of fifty-two. Saturday, sunny. High of fifty-seven. And Sunday. Sunny again with a high of 56. So uh, we're, we're, we're going to talk about more stuff later on that. But yeah, it looks like this, this weekend's going to be great. A low impact. Uh, so, you know, we're not going to, you know, no snow, no rain, no slippery, no sleet or hail. Or... It seems like Thanksgiving last year was, well, never mind. Was it last year? I don't know. I'm thinking the year before because we didn't go to family last year. But the year before... It was so nice outside. All the kids played outside. So it was more like in the 60s or something. I mean, yeah. It was like a nice, comfortable temperature wow. where we were all like, go outside. Well, I've got a graphic. The National Weather Service Springfield has issued a Thanksgiving climatology graphic. It's an overview overview of the record temperatures, precipitation, and snowfall. Yes, I did say the S word. Um, so for Springfield, I'll probably just, just hit Springfield. The highest temperature, now this is only Thanksgiving Day, okay, not, not any other time of the month, Thanksgiving Day. The record high for Thanksgiving Day is 72, oddly, in 1988. You know, that, that surprises me. Yeah, I thought it'd be warmer than that. I, that's low for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it hasn't happened, and then we haven't had that 72 since 1981. Right. They said 1981 is when 72, huh. I mean... Got me scratching. Uh, and these are uh, records uh, ranging from 1897 to 2020. Okay. So yeah, up to last year, uh, 72. The normal high is 51, which is about right. The low, the record low on Thanksgiving, a balmy 7 degrees uh, in 1975. Now, the record low, no, 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 no. The normal Average low is 34. So average high, 51. Average low, 34. Now, precipitation, this is what surprised me. 0.49 inches, like not quite a half an inch, is the most 
rainfall we've had in how many years since 1897? But, you know, honestly, these are kind of skewed results. You know why? Why? Because unlike Christmas, Thanksgiving is on a different date every year. Although it is the same ah. Thursday. It's still a different date. It's the same yeah, exactly. Right, you're right. You see what I'm saying? It could be like literally almost a week apart. Right, right. Yeah. Ah. But the, still, that's smart. low for me. Yeah, yeah. I would think more in, in what is it, 20, 1897, so it's like 120, I don't know, I, I can't calculate this later. I know people that's birthday is near Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so... You know, every few years, their birthday actually falls on, on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, for snowfall, believe this or not, in 1958, okay, that's a long time ago, way before I was born. Yes, I was born before 19... Uh, before uh, before 1958? That. Well, no, after 1958. Oh. <laughs> uh, snowfall, 2.2 inches. Uh, on Thanksgiving Day, 1958. Now, <laughs> we barely get that on Christmas or New Year's Day now. So, well, look at Rolla, though. Yeah, we on got some more. And there's snowfall in 1984 inches. That's a now. That's a lot. Now, yeah. Rolla's way up there too. Also, um, looking at Joplin, Missouri, their record high on Thanksgiving was 78. So they've had closer to 80 degrees. It's just, it's pretty interesting. I'm going to post that on the site later because the National Weather Service just issued it. Uh, but Joplin even said uh, two inches of snowfall in 1958. So I guess 1958 was a southern snowfall type of thing going on. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So there you go. <coughs> Clearing my throat. Uh, I did take a look at the GFS. I mean, the GFS is eye candy at this point when you look at long-range stuff. So it's... There's really nothing that I'm seeing, although it does say there's going to be like a really big uh, band of heavy snow go through, you know, St. Louis around December 7th. But I uh, want to take a guess how much confidence I have in that right now. Um, slim to none? Yeah. Yeah, slim to none. Because it's eye candy, December 7th. We're not even to Thanksgiving. That's, uh, I mean, the GFS goes out through 80, uh, 384 hours. Uh, so uh, we'll just give a, a quick thing in the tropics. We are officially retiring, uh, the tropics right now because there's nothing going on in either Pacific, the, uh, Atlantic or the central Pacific. So we're going to officially retire that. Now I want to get to the next segment. We haven't played this in a while. Too much time on your hands. Well, I've had that drop You've been for it three years. Or yeah, so. I know. it's been a while. We yeah, used it ever with me. <laughs> Didn't we have a graphic or something that went? Yeah, we that? did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we never played that one. Oh, and you missed everyone listening missed out on Randy's dance to that one. Oh, I do like stupid dances over here all the time. Anyway, I this is another segment I'm uh, going to rant and please, Corey, chime in if you want. Shara, you look for your fun facts. So we'll. <laughs> I'm working here. <laughs> yeah, you're working. Well, I've been working a lot here lately, and yeah. I'm going to assume that somebody's been hyping something. Is that where we're headed with this segment? We are getting to that time of year. This is true. That we're going to start getting the hypers out there, and every year I make a post 
And every year I always rail about it, and I'm 100% convinced Corey agrees with me. Guys, don't hype. We are seeing uh, several places advertising a long-range GFS model out like 15 days or 12 days or whatever that says this huge snowfall. Oh, my gosh, Snowmageddon is going to come. Oh, you got to, like, prepare right now. Cancel your plans. Guys, it ain't going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And, I mean, it could. I mean, it could, but chances but we're are way too far out. No, there. and you know, and 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 I'm not going to dox people, but uh, we did get a message, and we really, really, really love it when you guys message us and ask us questions. We love that because we will set it straight. If it's true, we'll tell you it's true. If it's not true. We're going to tell you it's not true and tell you why it's not true. So please, if you have questions, if you, any of anybody, any of our podcast listeners, if you see something out there that is advertising gloom and doom and impending danger in the end of the world because of a snowstorm that's going to happen like in January, uh, let us know. It ain't going to happen. So uh, we did get a message from uh, one of our patrons, uh, which we highly appreciate that one of one of his friends was saying there that the GFS was saying there was going to be about uh, two feet of snow, two feet of snow in the next right 10 over days, southwest Missouri. right over. And 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 so I asked him, it's like, uh, I really want to know your I would love to know your source on that. And he sent me a screenshot. So I'm not going to dox anybody. I'm not going to do anything. What I'm saying is it would be great to see it and then see what they're saying and how they're saying it. And then we can set you on the real train. Is this hype? Is this real? Is this something we should think about? I mean, sometimes we'll say, well, you know, it could be something we just need to watch. That's fair, you know. But if it's something that's just not going not gonna to happen, it's... It's not going to happen. And the uh, I'll set up the, the, the case in point uh, that the GFS was talking about. Uh, now this is last week. Uh, about a crippling snowstorm and something over the eastern seaboard. Now, there is going to be something happening on the eastern seaboard around Thanksgiving. It could disrupt a little bit of travel. Um, but that was more than 10 days out. And then the GFS. Now, th- this is a real model output. I'm not denying that. That said, what is it, 20 inches over southwest Missouri into northeast Oklahoma, but it was more than 10 days out. And I, and I said, you know, you, you just can't rely on it. And guess what? Two runs later, nothing. And now we are close to Thanksgiving. And guess what? It's going to rain, and then it's going to move out. It's going to get cold. Rain's going to move out before the uh, snow gets here, or before. But before the cold temperatures get here to change the rain to snow, and now we're going to be sunny. Which happens every time. Happens every time. And even if it did snow, those yeah. ground temperatures are way too warm. That's what I said. I said there are so many things mitigating right now. Yeah, when you, yeah, that's a great point, Corey, because when you see, oh, 15, maybe even five inches of snow, if you see that, you have to remember, you have to keep in mind, the ground still thinks it's like summer and fall right now. The ground is way above freezing. 
it would have to snow a lot in order to accumulate and accumulate quickly because it's got to change that ground temperature. And what do they call that? The frost depth. I think that's the call where they measure down like how many inches. Uh, yeah, I wish we had one of those. I want one. How yeah. do we get one? Not sure. Patreon. Patreon.com slash stormdriveweather. <laughs> Give us money and we will All the Mesonet <laughs> sites in Oklahoma have those where it goes certain amount and then it goes even further and even further oh, for really? the soil temperatures and all that. Oh, for oil, right. I wish we had that. I wish we had something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, because I mean when you talk about what they what the weather service calls frost depth, I think I think they, it's 6 or 7 inches I think they go yeah. down. And uh, we are I don't know what the t- I couldn't tell you what the temperature is, but I can guarantee 100% it's way above freezing right now. So that's not going to happen. So this is my rant. <laughs> what I'm saying is that's part part of the the title to, to this this podcast. No hype Thanksgiving is really loaded. If you see hype and you're not sure, message us. We will take a look at it and tell you if it's something to look out for, if it's something that's totally bogus or like, yeah, you need to pay attention to this, but you cannot take a long range Model output, one. We have dozens. I think we have almost, I don't think we have hundreds, but I think we have dozens of models. You cannot take one model output 10 to 20 days out and say, this is going to happen. You just can't do it. Okay. Nobody knows that far out. No. You know how many things can change? That's my point. That is my point. So many variables. And it did. Within two runs, it changed. No, well, and I, I don't even count a model until I see a run, a consistent run of how many times? Well, when other models search, yeah, yeah. yeah there's more than one model that you need to look but at. Yeah, if, if it says something like three or four runs, the but same thing. But if it's thing, consistent, eh, yeah. but it can be, because models work off of, algorithms and all do and if something throws off an algorithm it could be a little thing right it will correct itself yes yes so and and that's what i tell people you know if you get one let's wait until the other globals come in you got the ecmwf you have the canadian cmc you've got the icon you've got the navgem there's tons of other globals that go out I mean, each one goes out a little different. The GFS goes out the furthest. It's 384. So when you get a 384-hour uh, thing, it, it, you just look at it and go, oh, that's cool. <laughs> you, know? you know, but the, but the Canadian goes out uh, 240 hours, which is 10 days. Yeah, 10 days. So, you know, that's we just need to wait and be patient. I, that's what I said on the, on, the, uh, uh, on the post. You know, if you see this happening, just... Take a breath, step aside, be patient, and see what's going to happen and see when the other models start latching on. Now, when you get five days in, you're going to have a bunch of models. You're going to have the globals and some of the mesos kind of pick up on it. If they start saying the same thing, then we're going to raise our eyebrows and go, okay, we probably need to start hitting this. So. Anything else you want to add to that rant? Because You did well. I ranted. You did. I'm going to give me some applause. You know why? Because I deserve it. Man, and that plane. And people like me. No, wait, that's... Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's it? What's it? Land that... What? Land that plane? <laughs> what is that? 
I don't know what you're doing. Anyway, yeah. Land okay. that rant. Land that rant. Look at your fun facts. You're over there. <laughs> okay, well, uh, if Corey doesn't have anything to add to that, I'm going to toss it to the weather school. So you good? I'm good. All right, so let's get to the weather school. Uh, this week, we are getting into the snowmageddon season and lake effect snow, especially if you're in... Uh, Buffalo, New York, uh, places in in New York, western New York, that are east of the Great Lakes. But lake effect snow can happen really pretty much anywhere there's a lake. Uh, It happened here. We got got some lake effect snow from Stockton. So this weather school explains how lake effect snow works. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Storm Dar Weather An interesting phenomenon in the weather is something we call lake effect snow. How does that happen? Lake effect snow is produced during cooler atmospheric conditions when a cold air mass moves across long expanses of warmer lake water, warming the lower layer of the air which picks up water vapor from the lake, rises up through the colder air above, freezes, and is deposited on the leeward or downwind shores. The same effect also occurs over bodies of salt water when it is termed ocean effect or bay effect snow. The effect is enhanced when the moving air mass is uplifted by the orographic influence of higher elevations on the downwind shores. This uplifting can produce narrow but very intense bands of precipitation, which deposit at a rate of many inches of snow per hour, often resulting in a large amount of total snowfall. The areas affected by lake effect snow are called snow belts. These include areas east of the Great Lakes, the west coasts of northern Japan, the Kamakacha Peninsula in Russia, and areas near the Great Salt Lake, Black Sea, Caspian Sea, Baltic Sea, Adriatic Sea, and parts of the northern Atlantic Ocean. Lake effect blizzards are the blizzard-like conditions resulting from lake effect snow. Under certain conditions, strong winds can accompany lake effect snows creating blizzard-like conditions. However, the duration of the event is often slightly less than is required for a blizzard warning. If the air temperature is low enough to keep the precipitation frozen, it's known as lake effect snow. If not, then it falls as lake effect rain. Lake effect snow watches, warnings, and advisories are products of the National Weather Service for this phenomenon when these snows are expected to be more intense, in turn causing travel difficulties and having economic impacts. There are several key elements that are required to form lake effect precipitation and which determine its characteristics. Instability, fetch, wind shear, upstream moisture, upwind lakes, 
synoptic large-scale forcing, orography, topography, and snow or ice cover. Cold winds in the winter typically prevail from the northwest in the Great Lakes region, producing the most dramatic lake effect snowfalls on the southern and eastern shores of the Great Lakes. This lake effect produces a significant difference between the snowfall on the southern and eastern shores and the northern and western shores of the Great Lakes. Similar snowfall can occur near large inland bays, where it's known as bay effect snow. Bay effect snow fall downwind of the Delaware Bay, Chesapeake Bay, and Massachusetts Bay when the basic criteria are met and on rarer occasions along Long Island. The southern and southeastern sides of the Great Salt Lake receive significant lake effect snow. Since the Great Salt Lake never freezes, the lake effect can influence the weather along the Wasatch Front year-round. The lake effect largely contributes to the 55 to 80 inches of annual snowfall amounts recorded south and east of the lake and an average snowfall reaching 500 inches in the Wasatch Range. The snow which is often very light and dry because of the semi-arid climate, is referred to as, quote, the greatest snow on earth <laughs> in the mountains. Lake effect snow contributes to approximately six to eight snowfalls per year in Salt Lake City, with approximately 10% of the city's precipitation being contributed by this phenomenon. The Finger Lakes of New York are long enough for lake effect precipitation, the Texas Twin Cities of Sherman and Denison are known, in rare instances, to have experienced lake effect snow from nearby Lake Texoma due to the lake's size. It is the third largest lake in Texas, or along its borders. One occasion, in December 2016, lake effect snow fell in central Mississippi from a lake band off Ross Barnett Reservoir. Oklahoma City even saw a band of lake effect snow off of Lake Hefner in February 2018. We even had a very rare small lake effect snow event here in Missouri on January 13, 2019. Colder southbound air traveling over the warmer waters of Stockton Lake in Missouri created a band of light snow extending from just south of the lake all the way into southwest Missouri through Monette and even into northwest Arkansas. This goes to show that when conditions are just right, then various degrees of lake effect snow can occur whenever there are bodies of water. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you go with Lake Effect Snow. Uh, yeah, I remember. I mean, we didn't get any accumulation here, but... It happens. It happened, yeah. I think in Taney Como, didn't happen. It's more of an anomaly around this area. You can see it on radar. There's lake effects. No, it's not going to. It's, it's, we're not up 
We're not in the Great Lakes. No, 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 no. Well, the Great Lakes, you could get like what, three bubble. feet of we snow. Don't get anything. <laughs> it's enough to make the news around here, though. But you uh, yeah, know, because it's such a rarity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you know what? It's not. It's it's probably not a, kind of a rarity up in Alaska too. Did you hear uh, our buddy Stuart Langer from North Pole, Alaska? Uh, wait, he got a weather station, didn't he? Yes. Now, are we hooked up we to hooked that up yet? To that one? We're working on it. Okay, we're working. We got on a it. couple more things we have to do first. Gotcha. Yeah. So but we can get it online and we can look at it. Okay, but it's not to our website yet. Correct. Now, wait. Crap. What is our website? It's uh, what is it, Sharon? It it should be something that like says your name, like, like Stormdar Weather, like the best oh. weather. Oh, Stormdar. Oh, okay, that'll work. I mean, your name is Stormdar, so I think Stormdarweather.com. That's it. That's it. Stormdarweather.com. It's a great website. You should look that up and see what comes up. Ah, uh, I know, and it's free. You can go there and totally get weather. Free. I but, could probably look on there to see what the temperature is right now in Branson. Every day. Uh, I bet you could. I bet you could look every day. I bet you look every minute. Every wow. minute. Wow. <laughs> every three minutes. Is it, is it three when it ups? It's, it just, uh, it's two to four, five. Two to four or five minutes. Yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> anyway, we've but got. when you're bundling up your kiddos to go out to school in the morning. That's what you, you seriously, that's what you need to check. That's what I use it for. Because <laughs> the wind chill's on there too. Yes, if we got some windy conditions. That's how we determine how heavy a coat my daughter's wearing every morning. And anyway, we were talking about Stuart. Yes, Stuart. He, uh, he, his weather station tanked out yesterday morning at negative 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. Negative. Can you even walk outside without getting frostbite? Uh, we, need to add, we need to have Stuart back on the, the pod. How many wow. layers of clothing is required to be able to step outside? And can 60. Any, <laughs> and can any skin be showing? I mean, like, if any skin is showing, do you get frostbite immediately? Now, wait a minute. I think... If the wind is blowing, that's when your frostbite potential goes well, right. way up. Yeah. But if it's just, I don't know. What do you think, Corey? If it's just like cold outside with no wind, I would like to go out and experience it. Well, I did go out in minus 14 weather conditions to do some weather experience with some balloons and food coloring earlier this year. Ah. My phone shut down because I got so cold outside. <laughs> when your was phone it shut down. 14? In February. We February. got to negative 14? Oh, Close. Yeah. 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 It was crazy. I mean, it we was, were in single it digits. Was, but for this area, it was... Well, I remember we had the rolling blackouts because it was so cold. Well, yeah, because they couldn't keep up. Yeah. That That's a big weather story that happened. I mean, we... That doesn't we, happen here. That's not going to... I mean, it's one of those things that probably that won't happen, happen for a while, hopefully, but... You oh, know, gosh, the way things that. are going, we never know. I know. Well, keep talking. I'm checking our, our weather station because it, it has logged... The coldest. Oh, yeah. It was negative 13 point something. Well, rather. that was when, um, I don't know the temperature, but remember Brad Case went outside with boiling water. And oh, yeah. Threw well, it that's a, we can do that even when it's not that cold. But uh, we had a lot of sight traffic that week, that's for sure. And of course, we had wow. all those rolling blackouts, which Empire had to, you know, had they to had to schedule. They had to, or our power was going to shut off. Right. So. Okay, I just looked negative thirteen point nine degrees. Oh my so gosh, Corey I was Corey I got it. I kind of remember it now, but it was like wait a minute. wow. Where, I got to get there. I got to Corey a ding. Yeah, I'm negative fourteen. That was what it was. So. I would have been going to work in that. Yeah, I but negative thirty two in Alaska. You know, well, you know that's to be expected. It's normal for that if you're that far north. Yeah, it's you know November. 
Is that early for them? I, I, my gut feeling says I think it is early for them. I but think it might be. I, I don't know. Are they in their all the time darkness yet? Well, <gasps> funny you should say that because <laughs> that's part of my the, another in other news. In my favorite place in the entire United States called Utkiadvik. You just like saying it. I love saying it. Utkiadvik. That's the actual name of it. It used to be Barrow. Uh, the, 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 which was much easier to say. Which was say easier. Why would you change from Barrow? I didn't change it. I don't know. Um, they officially went, let me see, let me, I lost my place. Uh, on a Thursday, last Thursday, the sun set at 1.37 p.m. That's afternoon. And it will not rise again until now, January 22nd. Now, that's Utkjadvik. Now, North Pole, Alaska, north. yeah, is is near Fairbanks. So I'm not, I don't think they... Ukiavik's like the way north. northernmost oh, you can there. get yeah. on, in yeah. Alaska, in yeah. America. So I'm sure Stuart's got some, still got some uh, right. You know, There's sun parts of Alaska that their sun is only partially up, like it never tops the trees, mm-hmm. and it's only yeah. for like an well, hour that's... and a half, two hours during like but they never have that total 24 hour darkness they just have oh so it just kind of goes like it, that it comes slightly up for two hours of the day and goes right back well, that's down. like southern alaska basically right yeah <laughs> like which anchorage or something to, which i have a friend in anchorage i have cousins i have family so many family we need to just have them all we, on. Need, we need to, to have yes a, we, need we need to have, to have, have an alaska special yeah we do i'm serious you know, we do so. interview them and then interview Stuart. we'll yeah. just kind of keep going i like it I would love to go there someday. It's interesting. I don't want to live there, but yeah, I don't think I want to. I would love to visit someday. Yeah, but to visit that would be really. That's like unspoiled beauty up there. Our church usually take used to. I don't know if they still do. I'm sure COVID shut that down. But they used to take a group there every year. Well, that's how Stewart ended up there, right? And but they would go way out into. I mean, like you got to fly there, and then they got to take another plane. Well, that's where Stewart works, and then toboggan. Uh, Yeah, but that's where Stewart works. That's why he's there. Boat to where they're going Ah, and work in these camps that are tribes that are way I don't out, think Stuart took from... a boat to get to North Pole, did he? He can fly right into where he's at. North Pole? Is there... It's like 13 miles east of Fairbanks or something. It's not It's not that far from Fairbanks. Right. I mean, like, but these, these are like tribes that are way remote. out and nice. very remote. And you, like, have to take a helicopter and a plane and land on the water. and That would be There's fun. There's no water up there. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, I don't think you can take a boat anywhere up it's there. Ice. Well, they go during the summer, so. Uh, see, wow. Alaska in the summer is great. You know, but if I'm going to go to Alaska, seriously. I want to see the ice. I want to go in the dead of winter. Right. I can see the summer Because if I'm going to go to Alaska, I, I want to see Alaska when you it's You know, cycle. I'd be out there for about an hour and I'd be ready. To, I'd be done. An hour? <laughs> You'd be done. An hour? I'd yeah. last like five minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Negative 30. I'd step outside and go, nope, go back and in. Nope, we are done. <laughs> Nope, I don't have enough layers for this. I don't know, but yeah, no, that that's funny. That's that's a nice segue. You got anything in another news over there? You know, I'm gonna go back. Okay, way back. Uh oh, the way back machine. Way back to last Thursday. Oh, oh my gosh, (laughs) that's like almost four days ago. We had a fire at our work. Right. Oh, we covered that. Right, right, right. I had to go to work early that day. You know why? Why? Because I had to inspect the cave. The oh, leadership had to inspect gotcha. 
the cave that morning early because there was an earthquake in southeast Missouri that registered at a 4.0 that was felt in parts of the Ozarks. We had messages to our site saying, Mm -hmm. did we just have an earthquake? And I had to look it up, and sure enough, we sure did. Which is close to Poplar Bluff, about seven miles away. New Madrid, yeah. But that's a pretty good, uh, you know, you can feel 4.0 earthquakes. It's funny that yeah. so many people felt it here in Branson. I was literally driving at that moment. Like, I was out on the road, and I did not feel it. You won't feel it if well, you're driving it, No, they're that. not talking about big shake. But still, I mean, like, people like, felt yeah. it and heard it. If I was sitting here with nothing going on, I would probably felt it. But if I was driving, no, I wouldn't. But, I, I would feel but it when being that out happens, on the road. I would feel it more. Yeah. We go in, and we inspect that cave from top to bottom, make you sure there's to. no fully... Uh, uh, um, cracks or mm-hmm. newly fallen rock or whatever, you know, it didn't affect the cave at all this time. But we go in and we go through that cave with a, a fine tooth comb when there's an earthquake anywhere in the region. I like that. So uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a neat thing to do actually, as you know, as a job. Yeah, to go look through a cave when there's an earthquake. You know, it's a fun thing to do. But yeah. but uh. It's something we really have to be careful of, you know? Well, sure, because a cave is a cavern underground. When we go five, so. <laughs> we take people 505 feet under the earth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen, you know? But, I uh, need to talk to my, my best friend, Gary. His wife, Cheryl, uh, was regional director for the Red Cross, and she had all sorts of earthquake training of what to do in disasters. And it's been years since I've talked to her about this. Uh, since we're having some earthquakes, she explained all sorts of stuff that I didn't have any clue. Like like the, uh, the rock type. Like if you have dense rock versus like limestone, which is porous rock, how the waves travel there. I mean, it's really fascinating. So I, I would love to like re-interview her sometime. Maybe I'll That'd be cool. have to do that. So did you go out and watch the eclipse? Absolutely not. <laughs> I was actually surprised that he didn't make me get out of bed at 3 a.m. to go watch it. But I think Corey's kind of tired. No, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a big old eclipse. Uh, what is it? The, it was labeled as the longest ever lunar eclipse in over 600 years. Wow. Who cares? It wasn't a full eclipse. It wasn't full, right? It was, like, it, it, it was red, <laughs> which happens all the somewhat time. often. <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't, you know, it was 3.02 in the morning. It, it was way early in the morning. You know, gr- granted, I mean, it did. It lasted, what, what four hours total or something? I mean, so? I'm not, I'm not going to be up. <laughs> I mean, that's, yay. I'll Thumbs see up. pictures of it on Facebook the next there day. There you go. NASA. NASA will have that's something. That's exactly like that. what I thought it would look like. Good job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 the, and the stuff leading up to it, like in the TV stations, where it's like, now this is what's going to happen. It's like, okay, I slept right. There. I'll tell you, twenty twenty four when we have that solar eclipse, that's I'll different. Be there. Solar is different, but way different. Solar this, is different. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm already putting. I mean, the Hughes Meteor brothers don't know. Shower, it. We're going to be in the driveway. Yeah, yeah in the driveway. Not yeah, so whatever. Much. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, we. Like the biggies coming in. We talked about this last week. I think something's coming in December, like the Perseids or something. That's kind of a biggie, but we'll see how that goes. But 
Uh, and the last thing I have on in other news, which I thought was very interesting, um, our meteorologist, TV meteorologist guy, James Spann, it was on his, so it's like, yeah. The globe, the entire Earth, has had no hurricane-strength cyclones that is equal to or greater than 70 mile per hour since Typhoon Malou on October 29th. There are no hurricanes, no nothing on the entire globe going on right now. Which is kind of odd. Yeah, because remember the National Hurricane Center was just saying, it's not over yet. Well, you know what? I think it's over. <laughs> you know what? I'll be honest with you. I think we're going to have one more. Just random out one there One more to put us in that. <laughs> to challenge the new. Uh... Because we have this La Nina, right? Oh, yeah. We haven't seen much of, I mean, we, it's there. We haven't seen much effect of it yet. Yeah. But it will fuel some hur- hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't yet, but uh, maybe one more. We're still, this is November. Yeah, we're, we're, we're winding down hurricane season. It's hurricane not season ends next week. Technically, right. But it can expand. Well, like you said, we've had stuff in December and sure. January. I mean, it, it's it's like tornadoes. I, I'm just saying it's nothing going to be nothing major. I'm thinking maybe a little tropical system that but, you might know, last Yeah, day. I'm not seeing anything big. No. But yeah, I mean, and I keep checking, you know, before the podcast and every now and every few days I'll check in the National Hurricane Center and check Atlantic and stuff and it says nothing, nothing. I'm like, okay, well, this is boring, so. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, technically we're winding that down. Yep. But and and that's okay. I mean, here we are in 2021, <laughs> almost 2022. <laughs> and what I'm, I say that because weather is a guess at this point. It really is. You know, with you know? climate change, it's a thing. Yeah, and, and the don't next... be a denier on that because it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, I mean, you can call it what you want. It's it's science. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, so. Okay, that's all I got. You got anything else for the news? I do. You do? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, Corey, what do you Lockheed got? Martin. You know who they are, right? Lockheed Martin. The... Is that the insurance salesman people? No. No. Is that an attorney? It's Attorneys? Aeronautics. Oh. Like Boeing, Lockheed Martin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, they Forgot. they <laughs> moved a... Uh, a uh, School bus sized structure from let's see Colorado where they built it to Florida two days ago to Cape Canaveral. Correct. Okay, I'm now very curious. Why did they do that? Because they're preparing it for launch in early 2022. 2022. Right. This is uh, this school bus. Sized instrument mm-hmm. is called Goes T. <gasps> They're getting ready. They're getting ready. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited. It's going to keep an eye on our planet, particularly the Western Hemisphere, to be precise. Oh, my gosh. A, and this thing happen. is going to have a lifespan of 15 years. And uh, you will be surprised how much. More technology it would have. This thing has 
in compared to its predecessors. Oh, I can't wait. Because we had goes R and goes S. Correct. Which, which is, R is east and S is west. It was it, is it 15, 16? Correct. Okay. Fi- Until okay. they're operational, then they change from east and west. Okay. 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 Yeah. And so that, they've been up there for a couple of years or a few it's years. It's probably been more than that, my Yeah. Now. So now we've got even the newer technology. That's exciting, Corey. I, I didn't even see that. They uh, transport it on a uh, big, huge Air Force jet. Oh, like, to the sure. Kennedy Kennedy Space Center. Yeah, and they're preparing it for launch at the beginning of next year, and uh, they packed it up. They they like totally like saran wrapped this thing. <laughs> I, I saw pictures of it. <laughs> I saw some pictures of it. It was it was pretty cool. I bet. Yeah, it's going to offer information on the strength of storms. Uh, it's going to have all kinds of different lightning technology, which oh. is going to be cool. Because some of the ghosts now. It's going to be the first of its kind, all right. is what they're talking about. Because R&S does some I lightning thought it goes R was the first of its kind, but they're yeah. saying this is going to be even wow. more than that. Oh. It's going to map tropical storms and hurricanes, and I just can't wait for it. It's Man. scheduled to launch on February 16th. Okay. And All it right. really doesn't take long from I was surprised with Goes R how uh short of time period it took from launch to uh the operational not operational but experimental yeah. uh operations. Right. For, they they for just its, need to get it up there and going. Right, right. Basically. Wow. And we can access that information. I know. So That's so cool. Okay, you got me like stoked now. Yeah, I'm all excited. Ghost T, and I don't know what it's going to be called once it's operational because it always changes its name. Right, because goes goes S was west, right, and then R was east. Yeah, goes S is east. And sixteen R was, west. R was sixteen. You're, okay, which R is was, east? Which is east? Seventeen was S, which is west. Okay, and now T is also west. Western Hemisphere. I don't know. Oh. Just uh, wow, yeah, yeah. I mean, because they on your iPhone now you can have 8K, sure. And I don't know, they may have 12K. Who knows? And so if they put that technology in the satellite, my lord, they can probably go see a fish. No, seriously. Yeah, right. Sheriff's laughing over here. Was I'm serious? I don't doubt you. (laughs) The way the way this this technology is going. Okay, I'm excited. Ooh, I'm excited now. I can't wait. Well, you're gonna have to till February 16th of next but year. But I think there's one after that too. Oh, there's got to be. They're I build, used to have a legit too. fear that satellites could zoom in on my home and see me laying out in my backyard. They can. They can absolutely. I mean, I know they can, but I like had this legit fear that someone. I also was actually... have a drone that does that often. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. And we know that because know that. you you have that on your phone. So like, all right, I can hear that comment. <laughs> Fascinating. I'm glad you had that. Right. Is that all you got? That's got all anything? I got. That's all you got? All right. Okay. Sherry, you ready? Let's do this. All right. Get ready to get educated in Shara's Fun Facts. It's time for Shara's Fun Facts. She has been diligently working for two weeks now trying to get all these fun facts together. I to I have. Debt. Wait, no. What? Two hours? What? Two hours, two weeks. Okay, yeah, awesome. whatever. Okay, so <laughs> two minutes. Whatever. Oh, wait. Somebody's on my mic cord. 
Get off my mic cord. <laughs> it's just my shoes. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. So, Shara, it is time for your fun <laughs> facts. So, what are the fun facts for this episode? Well, Thursday is Thanksgiving, oh. in case you weren't aware. Well, yeah. Okay. So I have some Thanksgiving facts. Okay. I'm sure that some of them are repeats from last year, but who remembers last year? Nobody's going to remember the podcast you know, from last exactly. week. I don't really remember <laughs> what I did. Remember the week I was doing multiple podcasts from the week before? I know. You so <laughs> I can remember. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Colonists and Native Americans may not have had turkey at their feast, which I think most of us knew this. While most of us enjoy turkey as the centerpiece of our table, no one can say for sure whether it was even on the menu back in 1621. Well, did they? They had turkeys back then. However, the original guests did indulge in other foods like lobster, seal, and swan. Ew! (laughs) Right? The... Yuck! I don't even want to say this Indian tribe because I will screw it up. All reportedly brought five (laughs) deer to the celebration. Um, you can also enjoy venison at your table. Consider okay. yourselves perfectly aligned with a long-standing tradition. So, you can okay. have any of those meats and still be Still right be on. okay. All right. No rabbit? Heart? No, they didn't mention rabbit. Oh, okay. But, you know, right. I they would can... think surely they had rabbit. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Anyway, yes. Part of Plymouth, Massachusetts looks just as it did in the 17th century. If you want to see what Thanksgiving was really like back in the 1600s, the historic attraction... Plymouth Plantation stays true to its historic roots. You can even celebrate Thanksgiving at the site, which is modeled after a colonist's home. Um, guests and members can order advanced tickets, which include two-day admission to attend a Thanksgiving dinner. The table groaning feast features authentic courses like a corn pudding and fish fricassee, tales of colonial life, and old-timey songs. I could do without the corn pudding. I could do without probably half of the things that they think are <laughs> tradition. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I never knew there was actually a place that looks just like the old original 1600s Plymouth. All you right. can go there for Thanksgiving. Okay. I wonder how far in advance you have to book those tickets. <laughs> Decades. Anyway. Yeah, okay. So, there's a thought. Thomas Jefferson refused to declare Thanksgiving a holiday. What? Presidents originally had to declare Thanksgiving Thanksgiving a holiday every year, which is weird, up until Lincoln made it a national holiday during his tenure. However, Jefferson refused to recognize the event because he believed so firmly in the separation of church and state. Since Thanksgiving involved prayer and reflection, he thought designating it a national holiday would violate the First Amendment. He also thought it was better suited as a state holiday and not a federal one. Interesting, because there's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Boo on Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Do yep. you know which founding father was a weather <laughs> enthusiast? He probably, he probably had a Facebook page. Do you know which one? What did you he repeat your question? Because Do you know which <laughs> founding father yeah. was a huge weather enthusiast? Uh, he loved the weather. He found it very. Ben Franklin. Yes. Yeah. Thank well, you. I, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking the guy that got hit by lightning. That's all I had to say. Go on. <laughs> if you could see what Corey looks right now, you would know why we're laughing. Yes. Thanksgiving Day Parade didn't feature any balloons. The very first one. Sorry, I missed that sentence. If you take two. Okay. 
If you can't imagine the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade without giant floats featuring your favorite characters, you'd barely recognize the first parade in the early 1920s. It did have puppets riding the iconic floats, as well as singers and celebrities, of course. Santa Claus, that said, with the Thanksgiving Parade made its big debut in 1924, it did have something that might be even crazier than balloons. No. Animals from the Central Park Zoo. Oh, okay. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, now, we don't like that. Now, if you really want some interesting stuff, go Google... The first Thanksgiving Day balloons. The first Thanksgiving. Were they scary looking? They're scary looking. Yeah. Like really? any child who saw them would be terrified and run screaming. Ew. Not even joking. They were some horrendous looking balloons. Okay. <laughs> just, like large monsters with teeth. Funny story. Ew. Okay. Oh. Okay. When I was a kid. Oh. Dun, 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 Going dun, back dun, to nineteen eighty two. Yeah. <laughs> I was all confused because I'd be Gearing up for the Thanksgiving Day turkey at Grandma's, and we watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Mm-hmm. And that that morning, and you know, back in the day when I didn't live in Branson, you didn't put up your tree till no, December. Not till right. December. Right. Almost close to Christmas. So I'd be watching that Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with my mom, and all the bands would be playing Christmas music, and I was confused. I was like, what? Why would you be confused? Why are they playing Christmas? I was know of any four years old. Hymns? Right. Well, yeah. You're right. playing exactly. Cr- Mom, it's Thanksgiving. But she explained to me that the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was actually New York City's Christmas Parade. Right. Right. Which blew my mind as a four-year-old because it wasn't Christmas time yet. It was Thanksgiving. But now Christmas has expanded so much, especially in our town now where oh. we live. Don't get but me even started. I knew, even I knew as a kid, Thanksgiving was kind of like, yay, it's Christmas season. I just needed the turkey to have his day and Santa Claus to have his day, you know, back in the day. I, I mean, I remember decorating the table. I'm pretty sure we had like red and green and I don't know. Not but. for Thanksgiving, not in my family. See, 20 years ago, Christmas for me started in August. Well, we always had a real <clears throat> tree growing up. And yep, so I did too. We I did too. didn't put our tree up until like a week and a half, yeah. two weeks. Well, Christmas parade day. So in uh, Oklahoma, yeah. where I grew up, Christmas parade day was usually the first Saturday in December, mm-hmm. and we tried to put our tree up that day. It didn't always happen, but that was it was a real tree, and, it, and by Christmas morning, it was a sad dead tree. <laughs> and it was the right last next, time we had a real tree, and it was right next to a wood burning <laughs> fireplace. So, oh great! I mean, it was. Oh well, there's a fire hazard, right? Lovely <laughs> pictures on Christmas morning of our dead bushes that we had. You remember the last time we had a real tree? I do. We ended up in the ER. I do. Good times. Please explain because I don't know and I'm sure 1998. most... 1998. Yeah, please explain. Our son was born December 21st, 1998. And he set the tree on fire. No. no. He was, you know, two weeks old, so... No, he no, was he was, four days. he was four days old. Okay. The tree probably came before he did. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh. We have a picture of my mom holding him in front of the tree. That was when we discovered he had massive allergies. Oh. I mean, we assume that's what happened. Suddenly, what, it was Christmas Eve, like the day before Christmas, yes. he had a massive reaction, swelled up and quit oh. breathing. Oh, and no. And we ended up in the ER. He was three days old. I kid that's you not. That's the second born? First. It was our first born. Oh, the first. And he oh, was God. the first grandchild on both sides of the family. So I kid you not, 
Christmas Eve, the tree went bye-bye. Yep. We didn't have a Christmas tree for Christmas Day. He's allergic to everything, isn't he? Sucker, he grew out of them. He's grown a out of that of, one. But but not peanuts. You've never yeah. seen a pet of set of grandparents pitch the tree out the back door oh my God. so fast. On Christmas Eve. Oh, my gosh. On Christmas Eve. And it seems like it happened that night, basically. <laughs> it was like that night. We, well, we got dismissed from the hospital oh, Christmas no. Eve day. So mm. it was like the 23rd. Oh, no. That we went to the hospital late at night. And that morning... Oh we were we were released, and when we got home, the tree was gone. Me and my papa, we, had which made sense, pitched that tree. It made like sense if the little grandkid is allergic to it, get the four rid of the day tree. old, very first grandchild of the family that almost died. Get rid of the tree. Yeah, tree bye bye. We didn't have a tree for Christmas that year. I think they, I think they scrounged together. They put up a. An we artificial had a fake, tree. A fake tree. We were actually tree. staying with them that year, and we had our fake tree upstairs. On okay. they have like this big landing that has a big window and overlooks. Right, right, right. So they brought our tree down from down upstairs. Oh, okay. So we you actually had a tree. A tree. Well, yeah, all right. <laughs> it's like a little small five foot tree, but I'm telling you, like. I tell this kid all the time, I'm like, do you know what we went through for you? <laughs> like, they pitched the tree the night before Christmas. Because of you. For my tree. <laughs> Just so you could breathe and live. I don't know. Oh, uh, No, I remember because we'd go get the tree and then, then they'd have to hang it upside down for like two or three days. We didn't do that, but we, we went to a Christmas tree, like a local Christmas tree farm. And yeah, we'd yeah. pick ours out. And actually, we would go a couple of weeks before Pick the tree we wanted, and you'd write your name on, um, it was like a plastic, a little plastic strip. Yeah. You would write your name on it and tie it to the tree. Oh, so okay. And you claimed your tree. Gotcha. Paid for it, and then when you were ready for it, you come back and get it. That's great. They would chop it down, load it onto your truck, take it home, put it in a pot of water. Gotcha. Interesting. <sighs> But we digress. Just getting all the fields now. Oh, don't get the fields. Well, you got to do your thing. I have so. to text my son and say, do you know what we did for you? No. I don't know that we've actually told him this story. Oh, well, here. Here. Maybe this. Maybe this. Hang on. Maybe this will help. <laughs> there. Okay. <laughs> There's a little more than that. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> I think you sneezed. I think you just quit breathing. <laughs> anyway. Okay. But we digress. We digress. This is. Okay. So what? What? Uh, what Back more to fun my fact? fun facts. Back to your fun facts. Yes. In 1939. This was before my time. Okay. Thanksgiving was celebrated on the third Thursday in November, not the fourth. You might think President Roosevelt could predict the future as he channeled a Black Friday mindset when he decided to move Thanksgiving during his presidency. Even though the holiday had been celebrated on the fourth Thursday since Lincoln officially recognized the federal holiday decades before, Roosevelt bumped it up a week. Interesting. Effectively okay. adding seven more shopping days to the holiday season. Oh, there you go. To boost the economy. Did it work? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I probably, but that angered football coaches. Oh, had well, that's the last thing you want to do is anger the football coaches. And I spit on myself. They had already what? scheduled Thanksgiving Day games. Oh, well. So, I mean, calendar printers who had already put Thanksgiving on a certain oh, day had to incorrect dates. The trauma. Americans, to say the least, did not love the change. Okay. So it was officially switched back in 1942. To the la- or the fourth Thursday, yeah. So now it's back on the fourth Thursday All right. since Good. 1942. Nice. 
So when your grandparents were born and they were children and up until they were like 10 years old, they had Thanksgiving on the third Thursday. I'll have to ask them about that. We'll have to say, See what was they that remember like? About that. What was that like having Thanksgiving on the third Thursday? What was that like? Yeah. We're, <laughs> <laughs> were right. people mad? I mean, you had a Christmas show. You should ask your mom about that. Yes. You oh, know, my, your mom oh, should have been born says, in the 30s, right? Yeah. She yeah. Been before 42. Right, right, so. right. Oh, okay. Well, she may not remember. I'll ask her. Right. Ask well, she'll mom. be listening to this tomorrow. I'll ask guarantee that. Ask your mom. That. We want to know the answer. Okay. So, text mom, me and let you me listen. Know. You need to Mama, text me and let me know. you need to tell us what it was like. There you go. It would make the Christmas season longer, which would be cool. That's what he was right? saying. He was trying to add yeah. seven more Christmas right. shopping days and but, boost the economy. But the sports people got mad and Ooh. said, no, we already been there. You we know, already so. scheduled our games and yes. the calendars had already been printed. So, play sports. I hate sports. I'm not athletic. I, mean, I like sports, but I know. hate sports. I like disc golf. Anyway, we digress. That's a okay, sport. Now I know it is a sport. I know I did this one last year, but okay. I like it, so I'm doing it again. I probably won't remember. A Thanksgiving mix-up is what inspired the first TV dinners. Surely. Oh, I remember something. Yeah, yeah barely. Totally. Yeah, but I forget. In 1953, a Swanson employee accidentally ordered a colossal shipment of Thanksgiving turkeys, uh, 260 tons to be exact. <laughs> oh, wow. To deal with the excess, salesman Jerry Thomas took inspiration from the prepared meals that they serve on airplanes. And he came up with the idea of filling 5,000 aluminum trays with the turkey, along with cornbread dressing, gravy, peas, and sweet potatoes to complete the offering. And it was 98 cents per meal. That's a steal. Right? Yeah. They were a hit, especially with kids, increasingly busy households, working, all that stuff. So within a single year, over 10 million were sold. And thus, a whole industry was born. There you go. They were at the right place at the right time. Exactly. You know why? Yeah. There was no fast food back then. So that was basically I fast think, food for I was going to say, that's probably the beginning. In 53? Right. The beginning of yeah, the fast absolutely. food. They didn't have fast food in 53? Yeah, you know, not, not so much. I don't think the McDonald's. Here, Corey, you're McDonald's the historian. Look for, look for. Look up wait, McDonald's. Wait, yeah, when was McDonald's? When was McDonald's here? born? It was in the late 50s. Anyway. Okay. But, you so, know, that was a fast food. They just popped it in the oven, and you had a four-course dinner a right whole there. Meal. Yeah. 98 TV cents. Right. Less than so. a buck. <laughs> of course, 98 cents back in the 50s was a lot more Well, yeah, that's probably like now. $5 now. <laughs> all right. So we've all heard of turkey trots. Yes. Runners at a Dallas turkey trot set a world record by dressing up as turkeys. Not only are turkey trots one of the fun and unique Thanksgiving traditions, many of them also offer runners the unique opportunity to dress in fun costumes commemorating the day. On Thanksgiving Day 2011, runners at the YMCA Turkey Trot in Dallas, Texas, dressed up in droves and set a Guinness World Record for the large gathering of people dressed as turkeys. In total, 661 people came wearing their feathered finest they're feathered finest. They're feathered finest. Oh, gosh. Um, I did, like Gloria Vanderbilt, yeah. I did read, and this is not one of my fun facts, but I did find this in my fun fact search. The very first turkey trot, I don't remember where it was. It was somewhere, I want to say, like New York, somewhere in there. Six people showed up. Uh, Six people showed up for the turkey trot. Uh, one no of way. them. One of them puked up his Thanksgiving dinner before the race began. Great. And yeah. a couple more were like, Psh, we're done after the first mile and walked away. 
we're dead. So, I mean, but now, I mean, like millions of people. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a big deal, right? Run turkey. I know Branson and Springfield have huge turkey trucks. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. 661 people dressed as turkeys. So. Oh, uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. Yes, Corey. You mentioned the turkey trot. Yeah. Well, she did. Yeah. Let's talk about the real turkey. I've been McDonald's. Let's talk about the real turkey trot. Okay. Here we go. It has nothing to do with exercise. Well, I mean, it's just a fun run. No. 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 Okay. So, real turkey trot. Uh Okay. Sounds bad. And I attended it when I was five years old. Oh, okay. In Yaleville, Arkansas. Yaleville. Oh, I know I know people in Yaleville. Yaleville. <laughs> yeah. It's a quaint the little town there. down there. I, I love that area. Uh-huh. So you would go to this festival and they would oh, I kid no. you not. Is it called the Turkey Trot? Yes. Uh-uh. Yes. Oh, really? This is good. This is good. Okay. I they done would this as a throw fun turkeys <laughs> out of an airplane. <laughs> No. I thought it was off of a roof. Out of no. <laughs> oh no way. Out of an airplane. Okay. <laughs> and people would catch them and take them home and cook them for Thanksgiving. <laughs> like fake like frozen turkeys? They were live turkeys live with turkeys. clipped wings. Okay. So they couldn't no. fly very well. What? Real live turkeys. They clipped their wings? That's so inhumane. you could catch them, take them home. And eat them for Thanksgiving. Well, if you miss it, it'd be Okay, I've, I've read up on this, and PETA has a major issue with this, but this town still does this it. This started in 1946. Oh, my I Lord. attended... I lived in Harrison in, in 80, 81 and 82, so it was in those two years that I went to the Turk... I even... My, my parents even bought a shirt, and I think they still have one that says oh, Turkey Trot. Oh, we Trot. need that shirt. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... PETA got involved. Yeah, PETA was not happy with them tossing turkeys out of planes. In 1990. PETA. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm not okay with tossing turkeys so out of planes. So they started. I don't think you should do that either. Yeah. A, few year, a, few years, a few years, they had to uh, <laughs> dis- distance themselves from throwing turkeys from airplanes, and they instead threw them from the top of buildings. Okay, that's, that's where, where the, that. That's okay. where the building thing, like, yeah. I Something from throwing him so the, the airplane building. is too high. We'll just do it from the building. Okay, but there we go. Since then, <laughs> since then, the official chamber of commerce of yeah. Yaleville or the city of Yaleville has distanced themselves since PETA got involved. They are no fun. They, they have to claim they don't really do it. But however, they do. they're no fun. We don't how, advertise. Ever. <laughs> oh, however, there's an anonymous pilot. Oh. Who has since resurrected the turkey drop out of an airplane? No one knows who he is. Still happens to this day (laughs) that turkeys fly out of an airplane, but it's not officially sanctioned by the town of Yellville. It's like, but I know nothing. I see nothing. However, (laughs) it draws thousands to that town every year. Oh, gotcha. It's a big festival. It still but happens it's not to this day. So nobody and knows. the pilot yeah. is anonymous. anonymous. Nice. 
So that's a little bit of, and that's not too far from here. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang it's out a good at the Yellville Airport. We should from here. go. Yeah, we I know. Let's hang out at the Yellville Airport. Was a, I remember vendors everywhere. It was a huge festival when I was little. Okay, well, yeah. and if you can't make it to that one, then you must look up the WKRP. Yes. Episode. In Cincinnati. You must have you seen that, 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 uh, that clip. You've seen the clip of the turkey drop, the famous yeah. turkey drop yeah. from WKRP. Everybody right. has seen this. Yeah, that's, a, that's hilarious. Google, Google WKRP right. turkey, turkey drop. drop right. And <laughs> I promise you won't be disappointed. Your life will forever be changed. I remember, I remember as a child seeing turkeys <laughs> thrown from an airplane and they would fly in a little circle until they got to the ground and people would catch them. But they clip their wings. And they would be, people would be Poor so thing. excited to catch a turkey. Good, because and they wouldn't that go would be their, That would be their Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> yeah. And they would be so proud of that. I'm going to have to watch that after this podcast because... I like literally cry laughing so right. hard at that. Oh my scene gosh! Every year. Oh my! Google God. Yellville I Turkey Trot. Yellville, you country. can find a, so much information so much. on that. Turkeys right. can fly. Well, yeah, we learned. Not but well, here's but the thing: we didn't know this until we moved here, because we lived kind of outside of town in a wooded area, and wild turkeys were thick around this time of year. We would see tons of wild turkeys. And if you weren't careful, they would try to fly in front of your car. But the thing is, they can't fly very high. Right. They, they're not They they're fly not good at windshield at it. level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, they're not good at it. So you're all of a sudden <coughs> seeing a slow-moving fat bird. Because they're freaking fat. They're just like, ah! <laughs> in front of your windshield. So they fly, but not very well. But not, yeah, not very well. Right. I didn't even know they could fly. I mean, the first time one of them flew out in front of my car, I'm like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew they could fly but i know they couldn't yeah, fly they well they don't fly well right. and especially if you drop them out of a plane <laughs> i oh think they go into shock and pass out halfway <laughs> to the ground yeah exactly i'm never gonna right. get through these fun facts no you know how many more you got i don't know <laughs> a couple okay the turkeys pardoned by the president go on to live fulfilled lives oh so we know every year the president of the united states pardons a turkey right um so he doesn't get cooked for thanksgiving this year, um, they've announced two turkeys are being pardoned. Their names are Peanut Butter and Jelly. I heard something about that. President George H.W. Bush pardoned the first turkey in 1989 after he noticed the 50-pound bird at his official Thanksgiving proclamation looked a little nervous. Oh. <clears throat> he wouldn't. Very insightful. Every president has upheld the tradition ever since. But what happens to that lucky bird that lives to squawk another day, or gobble another day, in 2000 and 2000, 2005 and 2009, the turkeys went to Disneyland and Walt Disney World Parks to serve as Grand Marshal in their annual Thanksgiving Day Parade. And from 2010 to 2013, they vacationed at Washington's Mount Vernon. So... <laughs> I'm going to give a Hamilton saying here. It looks like the birds are not wasting their shot. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I thought that was funny. Only male turkeys actually gobble. Kind of like, was it male crickets that are the only ones that chirp? Uh, like, kind of like roosters. Yeah. If you learned in preschool that a turkey goes gobble, gobble, that's only about half true. Only the male turkeys, appropriately named 
gobblers actually make the sound. So, th- so the girls don't do that. Female turkeys cackle. <gasps> really? So, if you're trying to figure out whether a turkey's male or female, just wait till they make a sound. <laughs> I want to hear what a cackle. J- just kick them, like. and then I'll make a sound. Right? They yeah, right. Go, gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? I'm not doing it again. Okay, no, no, no. I can replay <laughs> that. Probably the way I laugh. I, I cackle. <laughs> I probably have an evil cackle when I laugh. Oh, I love it. I love it. I think I'm getting towards the end. Ooh, no, I have several more. Oh, yes, more. some more. we got to get through these. I know. I've got to um, go to the bathroom. The okay. Butterball Turkey Talk Line. We talked about this last yeah, year. we did We're that. we fly through it. The Butterball Turkey Talk Line answers almost 100,000 calls each season. Yes, there is a real 24-hour line. You can text or call the Butterball Turkey Talk Line, and they will walk you through how to cook your turkey. Yeah, and I'm glad we said that because we need... People need to know how to cook the turkey, right? Yes. Uh-oh. So it's a real line. What? You gonna it, say something? You can you can call these people. You can call or yeah. text. Yeah. Oh, you can or text. Text, text you can call is or text. where it's at. I was that's where I was asking. No question like, is wow. too silly for the heroes on the other end of the line. In 2016, the company's popular cooking crisis management team also introduced a cooking 20, crisis management. Also introduced oh the 24-hour text message line or oh. butterball turkey talk line for the lead up into the big day. So if you're wondering why the turkey isn't running, uh, sorry, turning <laughs> out quite the way you want it, or if your turkey's running. I know why the jerk turkey's not running. If it's running, you really, really didn't do something right. If your oven starts on fire, like, you know, whatever, don't panic. Help is a phone call. And okay. you literally Google the number for the Butterball Turkey Talk Line. It's an 800 number. Text or call it. It's there. And Did you just say 20. if your oven is on fire? That's what you just said. If your oven starts on fire. Call the turkey people? Call the turkey people. They'll help you. They'll, they'll tell you what to do. I don't know. You know, if you've gotten to that, that point. That doesn't make any if sense. If you've gotten to that point, it's from a show. Oh, if you okay, get to okay. that point, you should probably call the fire department. I was going to say, if your oven has got on fire, I would not call the turkey but people. But up I'm until sorry. that point, <laughs> call the Butterball Turkey Hotline. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> they would love to help you out. 24 hours a day. Oh, my gosh, yes. Google the number. It's an 800 Go- number. Yeah, it's a really 800 turkey. Americans yeah. eat an estimated 50 million pumpkin pies on Thanksgiving. Oh, God, no. Some of us consider pumpkin pie a vehicle for whip topping and could take it or leave it. My mother loves it. I hate pumpkin pie. Sorry. I'm not a pumpkin pie, but my Don't mother hate. loves pumpkin pie. Don't hate me, but I hate pumpkin pie. Yeah. Do you like it? Your mom Corey and I, loves it. Your mom and I would get along. I think that I think your so. Your mom would love Corey. Yeah. Oh god. Oh yes. Um, but anyway, yeah, fifty million pumpkin pies. Whew, that's a lot. Whew. Black That's Friday is the busiest day of the year. We did this one last year, but it's so fun. I have to do it again. Okay, okay do it again. Pump, Black Friday is the busiest day of the year for what? Do you remember? Do you remember from oh, last uh, year? Uh, yes. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Don't not t- shopping. No, 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 no. No, it, it's 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 the hospital. Nope. Wait, it's not the hospital because people That's get sick? That's probably Thanksgiving Day from people burning oh, okay. their turkeys. Okay. The plumbers. answer is plumbers. Plumbers. Oh, that's right. Thanks to all that, that food that, we gobble up on that, Thanksgiving. That's right. Oh, my gosh. The light out of my face. Corey um, has, has a flashlight. House guests stressing out the plumbing system. Uh, that's right. reports that kitchen drains, garbage disposals, and, yes, toilets require more attention the day after Thanksgiving than any other day of the year. So before you have to join the legions paying a hefty holiday bill, you may want to remind your kitchen cleanup crew to scape the plates before <laughs> washing. Yeah. I don't know how you keep people from clogging your toilet, but... I don't know. There's something on that turkey. 
the the turkey I dinner. What? What are you oh, doing, Corey? Talking. My watch doesn't understand what you're talking about. Oh. See, that's why I don't have All an right, Apple Watch. Last yes. fact. Okay, last fact. And this is only going to be understood if you're a How I Met Your Mother fan. Okay. This was uh, a show, How I Met Your Mother. It ran okay. for nine or ten seasons. Okay. It was in the 2000s. Great. Um, they had a tur-turkey key. A what? A tur-turkey key. What's that? And I remember this episode. Okay. Um, they popularized the phrase tur-turkey key um, in season six, episode 10. Blitzgiving, Ted Mosby tempted our taste buds with this innovative protein, which involves stuffing a turkey with another turkey. YouTube's binging with Babish brought the dish to life just one year ago in 2020. Get the recipe here. You can click the link if you Google it. Uh, the succulent beast should make for a show-stopping feast at your next Friendsgiving shindig. Tur- turkey key. I don't get it. You stuff I, a turkey with turkey. It. So like you, I, I get it. You, instead just of stuffing, weird. you're stuffing the turkey with turkey. Well, I get it, but it, why? I, I guess if you like turkey, stuff the turkey with turkey. Well, I guess, but wouldn't the second turkey or the first turkey have to be smaller than the outer turkey? Well, well of course. But well, it's like the turducken thing. It's like it kind of right? goes in a way. Yeah. I've made two turkeys for Thanksgiving before. Only two? Yeah. I think you've made more at than that. one time for the same oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. Well, you didn't make one of them. <laughs> I made both of them. We bought one of them. Well, that was a different Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. One oh, time, I, I. Why did you make two? I had the family over. I had her parents over to yes. bring us for Thanksgiving. That was the year we bought one of them. No, we bought one. I and had we an oven roasted turkey that I did. It's becoming domestic. Now. And I had a smoked <laughs> turkey that I smoked on the back porch. You know, I vaguely I remember you rem- talking about I this. I still remember us going down the street and borrowing my friend's oven to cook the second turkey. I don't. I vaguely remember Corey talking about making two turkeys one yeah. time. I don't know if this is the same we thing. We had an but- oven baked turkey and yeah. a smoked turkey. Yeah. So the people were, that were allergic were, to smoke. They were both they, great. <laughs> they were they both, were both excellent. Corey is an amazing chef. And yeah. he I have heard. Can make a turkey. I can't. I'm I can not even a fan a turkey. of turkey. Like, oh, I'll, I love I'll turkey. eat turkey, but mm. it's not like this. Oh. Thanksgiving, I don't have to do a turkey. My dad will do the turkey this year because we are going to go to Oklahoma this year. Awesome. I will, however. Maybe you should send him the recipe for tur- turkey. Cake. And I'm going to ask my wife <laughs> if she went to the store today because I, don't I actually forgot. Oh, uh oh. Well, okay. Wait, wait, that's wait, a problem. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't forget. I didn't feel like going. We'll see. Oh, well, that's there's a supply yeah. chain issue going on. But there's not going to be on Sunday. So now yeah. I have to go early in the morning. No, no, no. I figured whatever is there on Sunday night. So is my probably new still my be new Thanksgiving staple when I go to family members, yeah, is fried green beans in the air fryer. Oh, I bet that's good. So I cook them up, and uh-huh. it was a big it's an hit last year because people yeah. are starving, waiting for the meal to be but ready. But if I can't right. find the ingredients. You know, we're here, we're, we're what, today is tomorrow. Tomorrow's Monday. It's Monday. Right. We're four days, three days Country out. Country Mart is the only place in Branson we've been able to find. Correct. Actually, it's Monday right they now. They have stuff. They have stuff. I, like, Walmart doesn't carry them. I don't I know why. I find tons of stuff there that Walmart doesn't have. So now, you know, since Country my Mart, wife failed me after I, I asked her to go to the store today, she did not. Aww. I have to go to the store early in the no, morning. No, 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 I have no. to get up early you on my day off. You don't have to go. I'm going to go... Attempt to purchase 
the ingredients. I may have to go to. I may spend all day on my day off going from store <laughs> oh, to store to store. Oh, I may have to go trip. Happening. I may have to go down into stop. Arkansas to find the ingredients. Maybe, and I mean, like we've even the Harder House doesn't all the way carry. to Arkansas. No more Harder House in the area. Carries but if them, I don't, I don't show up why. for Thanksgiving with these things, I'm probably going to be Banished cast to out yard. by my family, and I won't yeah. be able to go back. Well. But then you have more time to play with Storm Dark Weather. Well, Poor Corey. I gotta, you know, I have, feel like I have to, you know, provide s- or make some kind of appearance. Correct. Yeah. I have yeah. to. I have to. We travel for Thanksgiving, so right. it's never been required that we bring something. Okay. Because we're bringing, well, I mean, four, the to, family. Five, four to five children. Right. And we're driving two hours to get there for lunch. So it's never been required that we bring anything. But we like to try to bring something. We used to make noodles when we lived close. When we lived only well, 40, that's different. When really we close, lived only yeah. forty-five minutes away, we brought noodles. I think we're gonna attempt to. I'm gonna close at work at nine p.m. on Wednesday. I would like to make the drive to Oklahoma after work. Oh, that just go that evening. night. By he would like to make the drive means. There you go. While he Whatever it takes. Okay. You know, Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, is the bu- one of the busiest travel days of the year. In well, the, yeah, in the Thursday United was. States. So well, uh, let's wait it, and go Thursday morning. But there it's you go. So much better if I go and spend the night there, and then don't there, have to drive that morning. There I can is something watch the about waking up at Grandma's house. Macy's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving day, day parade, and you know, we kinda. usually stay the night with his grandma. Um, his grandma, which is probably. Slightly older than your mom. Wow. About um, the same age, actually. Yeah, I think about the same. For years, we have driven to Oklahoma late at night with babies because they'll sleep. Right. And we can get there and we can go to bed. And I'll sleep. As and long as she doesn't wreck, mm-hmm. I'll be good. We can sleep in in the morning and we wake up and we get dressed and we watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And it, it's just different. It's something about waking up at Grandma's house. Right. And no, I get that. usually make breakfast. Oh, that's the cool. Usually thing. wake up to the smell mm. of bacon. Ooh, I love bacon. I need to get bacon. I need to get some bacon. Oh. That's better than waking up to the smell of coffee because we hate coffee. So yeah, that's you, true. You bake some bacon, fry some bacon, and we're there. <laughs> Don't bake it, fry it. Okay. But happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy yes, Thanksgiving. happy Thanksgiving. I think we kind of divert a little bit, but Thanksgiving is on the way. And so, last year was COVID. Like nobody got to I know. do things. We didn't do Thanksgiving. We're kind of getting back into the story. Th- we the, did the Thanksgiving at home just. Us who were quarantined together in our house last year, so I'm excited. Quarantine, 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 quarantine. <laughs> that says Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, people are people. It, we're getting we're getting back to normal. We're not back to normal yet, but we're getting there. So get vaccinated. Yeah, stay safe. Okay, so it, since this is a weather podcast, I think it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this week, stormed our weather weather word of the week. I hid from Shara because I wanted to to make sure she had a good shot of trying. I forgot to there was another segment. Pronounced yes, pronounced it. Well, yeah, well, it's a short segment because <laughs> both of us have to go to the bathroom, so we got like, we've got to go. So, so let's do this quick. Like, All oh, right, shoot. So, Shara, what is this week? Stormed our weather weather word of the week. Good luck. Atmometer. Wow. Thermometer, you got it. Okay, so I mean, I'm a nurse. Thermometer, admometer. It's well, you're a nurse, so of course you would know this. An admometer, or this is a harder word than (laughs) evaporometer. 
Evaporator. Evaporimeter. Evaporimeter. That yeah. should have been the word. I know. I should. It's a scientific instrument used for measuring the rate of water evaporation from a wet surface to the atmosphere. Atmometers are mainly used by farmers and growers to measure evapotranspiration. Uh, close. Try it again. Evapotranspiration. There you go. Yeah. Rates of crops at any field location. Yeah. That it, was brutal. Uh, thank you. Yes. I, well, I told her, it's like, share it. Don't I look. didn't look. Don't look. <laughs> I wish I would have now. <laughs> but you nailed the main word at, at, at Mommers. I couldn't read the definition. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, the atmometer. Uh, it, it's it's a measuring the rate of water evaporation. So how fast does the water evaporate from the ground back into the atmosphere? So that makes total sense. I've never heard of that word before. So that's pretty cool. I hadn't heard about five of those words. Well, <laughs> evaporimeter. <laughs> that was that's a cool word. Evapotranspiration. That's a, oh, I've heard of evapotranspiration a lot. Corey and I both have heard that, but. Corey's just staring into space. <laughs> He's falling asleep. Corey's ready to go ahead. It's almost 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. Well, we're, yeah, we're getting close to you. We, we probably need to wrap this It's up. Monday morning now. Hey, who's on my we mic cord? started on Sunday Somebody's night. Somebody's on my mic cord. That'd be Corey. We started this on Sunday night, but it's now Monday morning. It is now Monday morning. I know. I know. But anyway, it was a good podcast. It's great to be back after a couple of weeks. So <laughs> I think since it's like after me, oh, so Shira's trying to feed Corey. Is that an M&M? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm trying to throw them in his mouth. Oh, okay. God. Well, Corey, do you have anything else before <laughs> you fall asleep over there? Good night. Okay, Corey's gone. Shira, are you done? Because I'm driving home. Uh, oh, you guys need to go then. So, All right. Well, I think it's time to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Storm Dar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Stormdar Weather.